0: Welcome back to Son of a Bix and the Iceman. I am here with Noah Brown here on the pod. He is a co-host
1: this week. How you doing, Noah? I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm uh, I'm a little nervous, but we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do what we
0: can here. No need to be nervous. Got Big shoes to fill. Yeah, so. uh, Peyton is out this week. Um, he is in. Uh, he's in Tennessee. Uh, visiting uh, Sean Richardson, uh, we love you, Pate. Uh, best you. travels. Um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get you back on the pod. But for this week, uh, Noah's gonna take your seat.
1: I'm in the seat. Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, today we're gonna talk a little NFL free agency. We're gonna talk a little, a bit, a bit about the Bengals free agency. Talk about what the Reds have been doing with their free agency as their season starts soon. And we're going to talk a little tourney as usual. We're going to give you some upsets that we see happening, some of our picks uh, for the tournament. Uh, but let's start with NFL free agency. Uh, Noah, give me some stuff that has stood out.
1: Well, obviously, as as Bengal fans, mm-hmm. it's, it's been nice seeing the uh, – the additions of uh, Alex Kappas and Ted Karras. So mm-hmm. that's been fun to see. Uh, love the re-signing of what, B.J. Hill. And I don't know if you saw today, we re-signed uh, Clark Harris. Oh, seriously? Gapper. We got so him one, back? One-year deal, so. He's a legend. He's a, oh, oh, yes, absolutely. But uh, <laughs> that mullet he's got going on. Oh, yeah. But um, for the Bengals, hopefully, I, I follow a lot of Twitter accounts and one guy in particular i think his name is malik um he like tweets out news and like gifts and stuff and i've been you know refreshing to see if anything big's happening today it seemed like there might be but yeah i haven't i haven't heard much on our end but if maybe if you have
0: how do you feel about uh uzama leaving
1: see i you know i've talked to you and spencer mills about cj and how he's kind of the was kind of the glue guy big culture guy but so you know well, it stings a little bit, but huge
0: locker room huge guy. Huge
1: locker room guy. Um, signed with the Jets, right?
0: For yeah, I don't know. Uh, three years, twenty-four million. So he got eight yeah. million a year.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, it was kind of like one of those things where I don't think we could have paid him that. No, no. There's no. just no way with everybody coming back, exactly. and if we wanted to make some additions on the O line, right. we probably couldn't have given him that money. And I think, I do think we need to go out signed a tight end, oh, possibly Gronk.
1: That, possibly Gronk. That it did, it did, did hurt when uh, you can see that tweet notification that, that Brady's unretiring. So yeah, that so hurt. That, that kind of sank a lot of hopes and dreams. But
0: that sank all the Gronk oh, because everybody especially. thought everybody. But uh, you would think, wouldn't he have resigned by now? Right. So, so maybe he's thinking about coming playing with Joe Burrow. Right,
1: yeah, I spoke to uh, spoken to you and you and Spence again about how. Uh, Burrow actually followed Gronk, so you know. It, I don't especially know. Especially during this time, everything means everything. So.
0: Yeah, might kind of, get kind of spicy. Right. Joe's um, doing all he can. Yeah,
1: it's all, I saw. the Browns released. Uh, was it Hooper today? They're they're tight end. They're buying into. They released him. Mm-hmm. I think so. Wow. I think yeah. so. You that's check me on that.
0: Jarvis uh-huh. Hooper and JC Treder.
1: Yeah, Treder could be a nice.
0: Treader could be a could nice be a addition nice to the Bengals. Yeah,
1: yeah. I know, uh, there's a lot of. Talk surrounding uh, was it Lael Collins? Yes. Uh, for the Cowboys, uh, I'm pretty sure. I think the the talk surrounding uh, Armsteads kind of died down. But,
0: yeah, but he uh, was a big target at the beginning uh, yeah. of free agency.
1: Could, um, I've been pleased with how the Bengals approached yeah. this free agency, and it's still really early. So
0: we were also I felt like we were also in the JC Jackson. Oh yeah, like we were yeah. in the sweepstakes for him, yeah. but Chargers snagged him
1: yeah. and. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, very, very confident that the Chargers can make some noise this year. And that packed AFC West division. Char- you can spend so much time talking about that.
0: Yeah. Chargers scare me, dude. Very, oh. Like, they like Bosa. We were talking pre-show. Bosa, Derwin James, Khalil Mack now, J.C. Yeah. Jackson. I mean, I think there is a case that J.C. Jackson might be the best corner in the league. I mean, in terms of, like, coverage. Yeah. yeah did if we were to get him on the other side of Cheeto it would have been it would have just been would
1: have been nice two
0: two islands but
1: afc afc's just stacked this year yeah you got to feel for Derek Carr being the
0: lone quarterback yeah, in that division right. that's the, probably the like best, got the worst, worst team
1: in his worst quarterback in his division
0: yeah and that's the thing. I don't even think Derek Carr's
1: bad. No,
0: like he's not bad no, at I, all.
1: He's. I would love to have him in the locker room. That's, yes, that's a guy who will. I mean, he he, he proved that with uh, all that turmoil going on. Yeah, he just let him in the playoffs. Be there for him. Yeah. So yeah, I would definitely want a guy like Derek Carr, but yeah, I also want a guy like Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes,
0: Patrick Mahomes and, and Justin, Justin Herbert. Herbert. So it's, yeah, it's tough. Very know? tough division.
1: What, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and who else holding down that NFC? That's-
0: well, the NFC is kind of open, man. Yeah. Like it, uh, you know, I think Tom kind of looked at the NFC landscape and was kind of like, maybe I should come back yeah. and make another run because basically outside of Aaron Rodgers, I mean, who is there? I mean Kyler Murray. What? I mean, other than that, I mean maybe Deshaun Watson. Maybe, yeah. Go to one of the NFC
1: South teams. So I've been seeing he might be leaning towards. Saints, Saints, Panthers.
0: Yeah, I've seen. Um, well, apparently, uh, apparently the Browns have offered yeah, the most. I
1: saw that too. Because
0: the Browns, I do agree, have the most to offer. So we'll see. And I'm really hoping that one of the NFC South teams snags him because I don't want Deshaun Watson in our division. No, I don't either. Yeah, I
1: don't either. So but that would. I don't know. That we'll would see. Make a good case for the strength of the schedule, but. Mm-hmm. How about uh uh old Mitch Trubisky getting uh yeah. how do you feel about that I I don't, I don't know second chances I, I don't know if that's gonna be if he's gonna be their starter day one or if it's
0: listen originally when that move was made I was very skeptical because it, it's Mitch Trubisky right. he's kind of he was a laughing stock for the league mm-hmm. um but actually if you look at Mitch Trubisky's stats they're really on par with a guy we're going to talk about in a few minutes, Baker Mayfield. So, I mean, Mitch is like, I think if you put like, if you put the right pieces around Mitch, do I think he can win you a fair number of games? Do I think he can win you eight, nine games? Yeah. Yeah. Do I think he can get you multiple playoff wins? I kind of doubt that, but there's dudes that like Nick Foles who got multiple playoff wins and, uh, you know, Blake Bortles and stuff like Case Keenum. So, Again, to just write off Mitch Trubisky, I think I'd be wrong to do that, especially in an organization fun, where fun
1: to see.
0: top to bottom. It's fun. It's yeah. It's to see. Yeah. I'm definitely, as a Bengals fan, I definitely I, I welcome him to our division oh, yeah. because, like, sure. I think, like, again, do I think the Steelers could have done better? Yeah. Yeah. So, as a yeah. Bengals fan, I'm kind of excited that he's in our division now, but, you know. So um, we'll move on to kind of like the Baker Mayfield uh, drama. So, What do you,
1: what do you think about I've that, man? I've been in touch with a lot of my, like, Browns fans. Me too. Friends. Just, I don't know, I, I, I feel for Baker. I, you know, I, I do just, too. I mean, talk about a guy that kind of embodies Cleveland to a T. And right. especially after last night, it seemed like Browns were kind of giving him the cold shoulder which is ironic because because of his shoulder because of his shoulder. Yeah. I didn't mean to do that, but <laughs> I mean, I, don't know. I guess I, I get too attached to to guys on franchises and, you know, at the end of the day, it's a yeah. business. So,
0: Oh yeah. I yeah. mean, that's the, that's the tough part about it that guys don't really mm-hmm. understand is uh, when an organization has a chance to upgrade at a position, they're gonna, they're gonna do it. And, I didn't know they they cut Austin Hooper. Uh,
1: I think you might have to check me on that, but I'm I'm pretty sure because I I'll check that right now. But I I think
0: uh, think he's gone.
1: I think he's gone because they, they what they did they franchise uh, tag and mm. Chief David and Joke is that what it's. I think that yeah, jo- and
0: Joku yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So if I'm a if I'm a Browns fan, and obviously I know a lot of them because I'm you know I live here. Yeah, there it is. Release Austin Hooper. So, I
1: mean,
0: You know, I, I think what they're doing, but I think the Browns need to be careful because what if they don't get Watson? Exactly. I think the Browns fans have to prepare themselves for that possibility where they release all these guys and they don't get Watson. Yeah. You're releasing good locker room guys. You're releasing guys like Jarvis Landry who turned the culture yeah. around and J.C. Treder who yeah. has started every game over the past five years. So all I'm saying, like yeah, for Browns fans, like, just be careful because, like, you know, this could, this could end badly if you don't get Deshaun and you yeah. just release all these guys who help turn around your culture.
1: From what I, you know – gather from Baker's two pages of well, iPhone notes. Yeah, yeah. It literally went into the notes. In Cleveland, like, he's kind of got a sour taste in his mouth. Like,
0: this is- well, hes I don't know if he's pissed or, like, if he's just ready to say goodbye. Right. It right. seemed like a goodbye letter. It did. I was re-
1: like, I don't know what. What, what future the future holds, holds and, yeah. You know, it's just kind of the formality of. Yeah. Free agency and, you know, jobs on the line, but. right. No, it'll be interesting to see next couple days.
0: Yeah. I've heard reports uh the Colts? Yeah. yeah. I heard that too. Have you heard that too? Yeah, I have.
1: Yeah, I've been uh you know. Maybe goes
0: to the Colts. Maybe goes to the Colts. I think, I think that's a good situation.
1: I, I, I'd root for the Colts. I'd, I'd like to see him succeed, you know, especially after the Colts part ways with the uh, carts and Wentz.
0: Yeah. And it's I think what the Baker thing has done is and I love it. For Bengals fans, because oh, okay. I get to, we get to sit back yeah. and just kind of see. It's,
1: it's nice having Joe Burrow.
0: Yeah, it's it's real yeah, nice, nice, nice having Joe Burrow because we will never have to deal with QB controversy for the next ten years. Give a little knock, nice. give a little knock not on not wood right. there, because right. like he's just Joe Burrow's that guy, not and he he's among the. I mean, he's right there. He's I mean, on his
1: wall, <laughs> he he's over Sawyer while he sleeps.
0: I mean, he has to. I mean, he's among the elite, already the elite quarterbacks. And it's just, I think, divided the Browns fans, whether you're a Baker fan yep. or you're a Browns
1: fan. Riding with six or riding with the Browns.
0: Yeah, basically. I mean, so, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I just think uh, I'm very interested how this works out for Cleveland because I think they're they're going all out for a guy that, Maybe he doesn't want to go all out for them. I mean, obviously he's got that no trade clause, so yeah. Um, I think we're gonna move on. Move on to the Reds. Yeah. yeah. Oh sadly. gosh. Yeah. Sadly, we have to move yeah. on to Speaking of business. our Cincinnati Reds. So, first, first thoughts. I mean, uh, what what direction man. is this franchise going?
1: See, obviously the the initial reactions. You know, grab the. Pitchforks and just, you know, I've seen people literally sell the outside team. yeah American Ballpark, you know, telling Bob to sell the team, but yeah, I don't know. the The initial reaction is obviously going to be fiery. It's going to be why, 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 why are we doing this? Obviously, like right, getting rid of Jesse Winker, and Suarez. And, See,
0: yeah, but here's the thing I am okay with getting rid of Suarez.
1: I I am too, and that pains me to say that. But after the season he had last year, yeah, it was.
0: I think Suarez was a fan favorite because of the like, you know, he just happy, loved the city, you know, all the catchphrases he had, and like, Mm -hmm. I just think in terms of production, it just wasn't there. And I think it was one of those things where he was eating up, he was eating up our cap a little bit. Yeah. And he was kind of he was he was taking up a position at third base and kind of fourth. Because if you notice last year, he kept moving down in the lineup. He went from fifth to sixth to seventh, or it was like, yeah, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh. Middle, And he just his batting percentage was just horrible. It was a sight for sore eyes. I mean, he just he he had that one year. I don't know if you remember. Like two years ago, he hit like 50 home runs. Oh yeah, yeah, he hit like 49 I home think runs. He
1: was like the first like Venezuelan-born player to, yeah. to accomplish such a feat, or maybe I don't know. Yeah, something like that. So I mean, he's
0: – And then last good, year, good player. Yeah, he's a he's a very good player. Uh, but you yeah. know, it just sucks that he's he just out of the
1: standards of one bad season. So
0: yeah, I mean. And, again, Winker was a fan favorite, too. I yeah, loved I Winker. I loved watching that guy play. And it just – it's unfortunate that I, – I just don't know. Like, the Reds do this every year where every two to three years we like to clean house. Yeah. We kind of did it with dudes like Todd Frazier, yeah. Zach Cozart, uh, Adam Duvall. Like, we did it with guys. We're like – we seem to – guys have good seasons for us. And then they follow up that really good season with kind of a mediocre season. And then we get rid of them. Yeah. And then we're just like, all right, we we just totally like jump ship. Yeah. We're like, all right, you're not going to. And it's like, I almost want to say to like the Reds organization, like you cannot hold these guys to that one season yeah. every year because yeah. that one season is an outlier yeah. probably.
1: I mean, that, that, that would explain why we got so many – Young guys on the roster now. I mean, yeah. in Indian India Stevenson behind the plate, calling up a few guys from the you know farm system. What yeah. like, uh, Hunter well, Green finally st- might be.
0: Yeah, might so, see him. I've heard Jose about
1: barrero Yeah, got a lot of young guys, but obviously you feel for some of the older guys like Joey Votto in particular. I've seen a lot of um past Reds players kind of chime in on this whole situation. I think I saw. Zach Cozart kind of throw a little, little shade on the organization. Uh, Bronson Arroyo. Saw Brandon Phillips. Brandon Phillips well, has been Brand- chirping a little bit on Twitter, I've seen. Yeah. He's kind of chomping at the bit. I think he wants to get back and play. Yeah. play but-
0: I was like, yes, please come back. Yeah. L- literally, that would be – so. because I think – I don't know how old he is. I mean, he's older, obviously, yeah. but – I'd love to see him back in a Cincinnati Reds uniform. He was one of my favorite players um, growing up.
1: I saw I saw a tweet. Um It, it was something along the lines of uh, a younger lady, like, escorting her grandma maybe, and the grandma was saying, Cincinnati used to be a baseball town. And oh, yeah, younger, that meme. The younger lady was wearing, like, a bangles, you know, beanie or something. All right, like, let's oh, get you yeah, to bed. Let's get you to bed. So, I mean – I don't know. Is it too early to say that? Like, I mean. No, I don't.
0: I don't. I don't think so. I think Cincinnati has always been a baseball town. Yeah. Um, I think. I
1: mean, I've always been kind of a baseball guy. These past
0: couple of years have really kind of me too. changed for me, but yeah. You know. Well, I'll ask you this question. So, would you rather go to a Reds game seven of the World Series or the Bengals Super Bowl? Oh, I got asked that.
1: Uh, probably probably reds i'd go yeah i said that too i would definitely go that because i mean and i'm lucky to have witnessed a Bengals super bowl i mean you gotta remember we did win the afc championships that's still something to be proud of oh yeah something you know after never being in a position to i don't know make it to an afc championship yeah you know It'd
0: been, it'd been. Uh, I think eighty eight was the last yeah, time we yeah. made the Super Bowl.
1: So I mean, not even being alive for a playoff win, and then you know having that all happen,
0: having that run go yeah. down.
1: Uh, yeah, I definitely would. I would say, I mean, cause I, shoot, it was a couple years ago. I think I remember the date. It was like September twenty fifth, probably twenty twenty. That was when the Reds like clinched the playoffs. Like I was so happy. Right. I was so happy. I mean, cause you know that's some. We don't we don't see a lot, especially in, in Cincinnati and stuff. And like I was, I was real excited because like wow, we're going to the, going to playoffs. And then we proceeded to you know get shut out by the Braves. But yeah,
0: you know that was a that was a sight for yeah, sore eyes right but, there.
1: Yeah, that was that was a tough scene. But God, yeah, I would definitely say game game seven.
0: I would say that too. And I'm more of a football guy over baseball. Yeah, and it's weird because I just I've always felt like every time you go to Cincy, there are more people care more about the Reds than mm-hmm. the Bengals. Yeah. And I'm not saying like Bengals fans are great and I love being a Bengals yeah. fan, but yeah. I just feel like Reds fans more rally for the team. Mm-hmm. And I just I don't know. I think um I, I think opposite to Cleveland, I think Cleveland is definitely more of a football town and more of a Browns town. So um yeah that's uh that's what that's what I would say. I, I just think like the Reds the Reds make and we just make the most questionable moves. Like yeah. it is just like just the most head scratching like really? acquisitions. Yeah.
1: Really?
0: It's just like, w- and the main question I have is like, why? And, you know, like, I don't know if you saw if Winker. Winker was in his. Uh, so he's in Seattle. we <laughs> yeah. with the Mariners now. And he he threw a little shade. At the, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't,
1: blame him. I wouldn't blame him. Literally. Literally. I, I was it like you know, glad to be here for an organization that wants to wants to win. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, it was like, and yeah, I mean, they, they,
1: they do. Yeah. But. Totally warranted.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's, yeah, it's definitely one of those where it's a, uh, it's a warranted blow. And I mean, like, you know, as Reds fans, we just kind of have to deal with it.
1: Just, roll with the
0: punches. just go ahead with the young guys. And. No, oh,
1: yeah. Speak, speak of those young guys. We got, a, we got a good. Good, good little core, good set of, yeah. Core guys,
0: yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, we talked about India, Stevenson, Senzel. Yeah, yeah. Did I mention Senzel no. earlier? Yeah, no. Senzel. No. I feel like Aquino. Mm-hmm. I mean, w- still, okay. what can he be? Right. I mean, Aquino obviously had a red hot start to his oh, career yeah. and that just hit long. all those home yeah. runs, then, then fizzled like out. Said,
1: yeah, fizzled out that one, so it's kind of miraculous. They didn't <laughs> send him off. I would have
0: rather. I would rather send Suarez and Aquino and not Suarez and Winker. I think but I think Seattle probably wanted Winker.
1: And I think weren't we having some like issues paying Gino? Probably like, I think that's why we had to throw Winker in there to
0: we just we have issues tr- we have issues paying everybody. Because yeah. we're just cheap. Yeah. Um what do you think happens with Castellanos? You think he's just good oh, as I gone? Think he's gone. Yeah.
1: I think i I'm surprised we haven't heard anything yet.
0: Uh, well, I, mean, I was going to say he's got to make a decision soon. Right, like we got about three weeks till know. the season starts. I feel like
1: that would be like seeing guys like Winker and Suarez go, and Sonny Gray. I feel like, I mean, let's be honest, they're not as not as great as a hitter. You know, obviously Sonny Gray's not going to be as great of a hitter as Nicholas Castellanos, but mm. Castianos is worth all three of them and some. I'd say. Yeah,
0: it just makes me mad that the Reds constantly, they let guys walk in the door and they're immediately impactful in the city like Castellanos. And he just immediately makes an impact. And it's like everybody loves Castellanos. Everybody's buying Castellanos jerseys. Mm -hmm. And then we let them walk. Like I feel like that happens consistently in Cincinnati. And I just hate it. Like because like we grow to love these guys in the one to two years. Like, uh, Like Puig. Like Puig yeah. is a great yeah. example. A, yeah, he was here for like, like a not even a full season. Right. He was here for like half a like season. Brought
1: some energy because you
0: know, brought some energy to the franchise, and then like we just the let him walk.
1: Energy's frowned upon. Yeah, MLB, like, basically. I think I, I'll ask you this then, like, since you asked me a question, would have you rather like the owners and you know players not even reach an agreement to start the season, or like would like knowing. Knowing now how the Reds would operate, you know, a few days into spring training, right. trading away some guys, would you rather there be no season at all, or just see what we got?
0: Um, I'm always I'm always an advocate. Let the players play. So I'm I'm very even. I don't care how bad it gets. I still want to see what we got because I do think the advantages we
1: Spencer Spencer Mills just texted me. Do you want to check your? He said, A.G. just got <sighs> traded. Amir Garrett, I think. Yay! Yeah. Let's go. Thanks, Spencer. For Th- the- thanks for the update. Yeah, let's, let's read the transaction. Two minutes ago. Okay, yeah. here we go. The Reds today acquired left-hand pitcher Mike Miner and Cash from the Kansas City Royals. And Cash. For LHP, Amir Garrett.
0: Wow. Jeez. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm happy about yeah, that. that's. Amir Garrett's a good, he's Amir Garrett's like Suarez. He's yeah. a good guy, yeah. but wow, yeah. he blew so many games last yeah. year. He he was not great in our bullpen. Yeah. Or do, do you remember the one? Uh so we we trade Rasciella Iglesias yeah. to the Angels. Angels yeah, and then he leads the league and yeah, saves. Yeah, never, like it's just those boneheaded yeah, moves is, yeah. by the Reds. Um yeah, but Amir Garrett, uh Where'd you, uh, where's he on?
1: He is going to the Kansas City World.
0: Hmm. Well, again, I'm not I'm not too disappointed by that. I don't know how you feel. I, guess, I don't know how you felt about Amir I guess, Garrett.
1: I guess kind of more on that, you know, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I feel like he kind of fit the Cincinnati mold a little because he was kind of – Just energizing yeah, the city. no nonsense. The. You know, gonna miss his interactions with the pirates.
0: But oh my gosh, he (laughs) hated the pirates.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, that's you
0: know. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know if we're gonna be that much better than the pirates.
1: That's what I've been seeing. I saw somebody tweet again, like, all right, let's go, pirates. Let's see, see how it goes. Uh,
0: I mean, I think we might be battling for fourth and fifth in the division.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I just think we. We are just, and we do this every, like we do this every two to three years. We tear it down to the studs and we just decide to restart. And I just, I don't understand it, man. I just, I don't know what, uh, I don't know what ownership is doing. Like I,
1: they, they have to know more than we do, right? Like there's got to be something they have to, we don't see,
0: to be at their, the position they are. So. Yeah. Again, Cincinnati Reds.
1: See. Maybe kind of a mess. It'd be nice to be pleasantly surprised, but yeah, I don't know the likelihood of that happening. So we'll yeah. just have to wait
0: and see. All right. Uh, all right. NB five. We got about four and a half minutes on part one left. Um, we're going to talk. We're diving in the NCAA tournament. It's just going to carry over to part two. So uh, again, how do we? Did you fill out a bracket yet? You got I filled a cha- out several. You got a champ um, for me?
1: Ah, man. I feel like this this could be a fun fun tournament. I feel like anybody could win.
0: Yeah, um, it's pretty open. I'm hesitant
1: to buy into some teams like Baylor, for example, but I don't know. Seeing their quad one wins, that, that makes me you know think otherwise, so I just go back and
0: forth. Their leading scorer is her. Right. Yeah, so that, that's huge. And so that could.
1: I got I got a buddy down at uh, Oklahoma State. Yeah. Um, I, I was watching, you know, earlier this month. maybe might have been a couple months ago. Uh, Oklahoma State. I think they didn't do so hot in the Big Twelve for basketball, but mm-hmm. they took Baylor to overtime. Oklahoma State, like I said, towards right. the bottom. So like that's kind of like why I'm hesitant to buy in. But I mean. Hmm. That's just me. But. Yeah.
0: Uh, I think Baylor is the most – probably the one seed that's most prone to get upset, mm-hmm. in my opinion, yeah. just because of that. They're hurt. Mm-hmm. I mean, they their leading scorer, uh, I think – I forget his name, but he averages about 14 points per game. And uh, he I don't even know if he's going to be back for the tournament. So that's why I really caution people when yeah. they pick Baylor far. Because they did, and Baylor does have the stigma where they they did win it last year. Right. So, I think they're now the hunted versus the hunters, True. True. which is... It'll
1: be tough to Yeah.
0: When the last time that has happened. Florida. Florida. Uh, 06, 07, 07 08. Thank you. Joe yeah. Kim and Noah and Al Horford. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, I I think, I don't know. I think... I, I this I, I'm gonna sound like a broken record as well, but Gonzaga is just I don't know. You feel like one of these years they gotta get it done, right? Don't you feel like I that? Do too. Like, do too. and Arizona, yeah. Uh, Benedict Matherin, I don't know if you've heard of him. He's a little point guard from. uh he's a I don't know. If he's a point guard. He's like six six, so maybe not. He might be a forward. Um, I feel like those are your two. Those are your two favorites, yeah, yeah. Gonzaga and Arizona. I would agree. I feel like those are your two strongest teams uh-huh. in the field. But I feel like it's it's still open. Oh, yeah. I think there are teams like – teams that I think could go on runs. Like I think Iowa could go on a run. Oh, yeah. Would not be shocked at all. Keegan Murray yeah. would not be shocked if uh, uh, Tennessee went on a run.
1: I've been paying attention to Tennessee. I, I think – I think Auburn could make some noise. I've seen a little. Yeah. Little something out of Auburn I like.
0: Here's the thing about Auburn. I think they will either lose in the second round or they will win the title. Yeah. I think it's weird it's that water, kind, water. I don't think it'll be that in between.
1: So um, I watched the uh, Indiana Wyoming game last night. Yeah. So Indiana is slated to play St. Mary's. I think.
0: I think IU will beat St. Mary's.
1: (sighs) Yeah, I got a, I got a weird feeling about IU, but the announcers last night kept saying, "Say, but a good St. Mary's team, a good St. Mary's team." So, right. I don't know. I just they got an answer for Trace Jackson-Davis. It's gonna. I mean, I think he had like twenty-nine and nine rebounds last night. Yeah,
0: it's insane. A stud. Yeah. Absolute stud. Um, on the uh, on the second part of this episode, we will uh, we'll discuss Ohio State, their chances they have in the tournament. Uh, we'll give you some Cinderella's. And, uh, yeah, we'll wrap up on uh, Son of Vicks and the Iceman. So go ahead and listen to part two. All right, welcome back to Son of a Bix and the Iceman. If you didn't listen to part one, I'm here with Noah Brown. Um, he's filling in for Peyton this week on the podcast. So on part two of uh, this episode, we are going to talk about, we're still on the tournament. We're going to talk a little bit about Ohio State and their chances in the tournament. Uh, so I guess I'll start with this. Um, what is what is the ceiling for Ohio State in the tournament this year? Um,
1: it's tough because I think, especially these past few years, a team like Loyola Chicago has kind of been an easy write-in on whoever they're going up against because of what they did. Was it 2016, 2018, whenever they –
0: 2018, they went on the run. Right. Um, Found so four. A
1: few years ago. Geez, mm. I'm thinking like it's – 2021 it's 2022 now. Sorry, but mm-hmm. so it's been a handful of years. It's just hard to not pick them. But when, you know, it's our team going up against them. It's, sure. But uh, I'd like to think if they can, if they're healthy. That's the it's always, it's, it's always, always if they, if they get healthy, always if they're healthy, so, I mean, uh-huh. if they're healthy if Kyle Young's out there, if that that glue guy that is Kyle Young is on that floor. I think this team could maybe make it to the Sweet Sixteen. You'd have to get past
0: Villanova, right? Which maybe. we assume
1: we assume Villanova, but yeah, I don't know. Got to be healthy. EJ has to come ready to play. Malachi has to come ready to play. But
0: what do you think our win loss record is with and without Kyle Young? Oh, I think our I don't think it's good. No,
1: not not because I I uh, this it spelled disaster last year in the. The Big Ten tournament. That was when that was our downfall. Yeah. Leading up to Oral Roberts.
0: I mean, he is truly. Yeah. The he's truly the ultimate glue guy. Yeah. I mean, as uh. I,
1: I've been very adamant about that. I mean,
0: yeah. I just, I don't know, man. I think the, is it wrong for me to say that the ceiling for this team is the round of thirty-two? I literally no, that's think not, that's their no, ceiling. That's not. Like based on what I've seen, I think that's their ceiling. Mm-hmm. I think their floor is they they win no tournament games, and I think their ceiling is they win one.
1: Yeah,
0: like uh, literally.
1: Kind of a it's a tough it's a tough bid. Um That's a that that's a tough bid it's a very and, tough reality. You know, guarantee there's going to be hundreds of people calling for Holtman's head. There, I mean that that wave's already started. Oh yeah, I, I again. Talk about, I talk about a guy that, you know, I love I love coach Holman. Yeah, I, he's a he's a good player coach, but that's the thing like do like you know, are we really invested in a player coach? Do we want a, a guy that's going to you know, I, I don't know. I would like to think he's our coach. I'm I like, think
0: we I think we uh we did a bad job of I think it's very it's a very sad statement that E.J. Liddell might play here for four years, and he's not going to make a Sweet Sixteen yeah. any of the four years. And the teams he were he was on were good. Yeah, like the like these were not bad teams. These were teams with Dwayne Washington Walker. and like C.J. Walker. If we would
1: have gotten past Will Roberts last year. I, it's all it's all, hearsay. It's it's all, all hypothetical. hypothetical.
0: It's all, you know. But. But
1: The better team won, so, I mean, we'll see that. They play
0: Friday. 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 They're the first game Friday. Really? Yeah, 12-15. Oh,
1: God.
0: Yeah, so it, I know the one thing about Ohio State basketball, they're, they're going to get your, your heart rate yeah, going. Yeah,
1: it'll be a guaranteed close game oh, by the, the fourth minute uh, remaining in the second half because Ye- they can't close out games.
0: Nope. That's the other thing I worry about. They can't. Uh, mm-hmm. They can't close. And the other thing is, uh, Loyola Chicago has a guy from. Uh, I don't know if you knew this, but they have a guy from. Yeah,
1: Hilliard, one of the Hilliards, Braden, Braden North, Braden
0: North. I think it's
1: Bradley. Probably Bradley. I think
0: it's Bradley. Yeah. Is Bradley the Jaguars? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's Bradley. So I don't know. That could be a little. Uh, that could yeah. be a little. You didn't recruit me, so very, very poetic. Yeah, um, I guarantee you they're gonna talk about that on the prop broadcast definitely. like thirty times definitely. minimum.
1: Yep, and then you know. Oh, speaking of like, you know, kind of like revenge games. There's that uh, round of sixty-four game, Davidson, Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Um, they Davidson, I think, is led by an ex-Michigan State player. Are they? Um, I'll look it up. So that that could be. Uh, interesting as well we're talking about guys finally getting their shot to kind of show the world yeah what they're made of um
0: it's a good the NCAA tournaments a good uh platform for that yeah. like these small kind of these um oh yeah yeah foster lawyer mm-hmm. yeah that's uh that is right yeah he he was on, on Michigan state um yeah, uh, but, again, you got any upsets? Any upsets that you you pick that you want to share?
1: Um, we already kind of talked about Baylor in uh, the first part of the episode. Right. Um, I got a weird feeling about Virginia Tech maybe making a little noise. They won the ACC tournament, so I feel like yeah. that's given them some confidence. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm not giving Colorado State enough credit. I feel like, I feel like because they putting, play Michigan. Like, yeah, I feel is Dickinson gonna be back? If yeah. going to be back, I feel like that's
0: pretty sure. You know, so that'll be interesting. It'll
1: be interesting. Do you have any sizable? Uh,
0: sets? This is one that I felt pretty good about since the bracket came out, but I, I think Vermont will beat Arkansas. Interesting. I think. Arkansas struggled with Colgate last year in the first round and Colgate apparently Vermont plays a very similar style to Colgate. So I think that's an interesting one. I think South Dakota State will beat Providence. I do because you know South Dakota State I think is uh, they might they lead the NCAA in a uh, three-point percentage. So I think, yeah, if they're hitting, I feel like that will be, that can be an upset. Uh, another one, Chattanooga plays Illinois. I've kind of gone okay. back and forth on that one. Okay. I picked Illinois, but I really would not be surprised if the Chattanooga mocks got that done. Okay. Um, yeah. So
1: one, um,
0: those are a few of mine.
1: I'm kind of only because I've seen them play against Ohio State. The Akron, UCLA yes. I was now.
0: actually going to say that uh, next. Uh, uh, that's that's a very tricky matchup.
1: I, you know,
0: I'm, Akron's hot.
1: Akron's hot. I said it um, months ago, and they when we snuck out. That we literally win, like we snuck out, barely like won. Zen that. key buzzer beat. I, you know, totally <laughs> off the record. I said. They're gonna win the match. Akron's gonna win the match. Yeah,
0: and they did. That—that's insane. I was just gonna say that. I was like, I could definitely see yeah. that one. Like
1: they gave us a run for our money. Yes, for the they, first games of the season. Of, that, course, of course, I'm gonna say they're gonna win the match.
0: Uh, that low key—that's a good win I for could, Ohio I would State.
1: Like to see that happen, I would love to see little old Akron. Yeah, make some noise, but. Me UCLA. too. UCLA, I mean, they're bringing – what, they got Johnny –
0: Johnny Juzang. Uh-huh. All um, those guys back.
1: So, I don't know. It's. I'm just glad it's March. This has been a fun sports month. With yes. With free agency and – Yeah. Well, yeah. Basketball, we'll talk about that. You know. And baseball NBA a little later, but
0: – Yeah, that's actually know. true.
1: I feel like the safest team in the tournament has got, it's got to be Gonzaga. I don't know. Like, I think it has to be, so too. They've so dominant – yeah. That's so dominant.
0: I think another one that's kind of interesting is let's see. I think again, I think you're on to something with Akron. Mm-hmm. I think that is definitely upset prone. Uh and I'll throw one out again. I brought up Colgate. Could see Colgate beating Wisconsin. That's all I'll say. Yeah. I know it's a three versus a 14. I did not pick it, but I would not be surprised if it happened. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah,
1: because I, I obviously, it's not like I don't actively, I rarely watch other Big Ten teams. Like, I'll watch them if they're on, but I don't, you know, seek them out. Right. Um, you know, so I didn't watch a lot of Wisconsin basketball this year, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I'm just not. I feel like the two two big powerhouses in the Big Ten, maybe three. I'd say Illinois, Iowa, and Purdue. Mm -hmm. I don't. Maybe I'm not giving Wisconsin enough respect, but I think definitely Iowa. I think Purdue, and then I think. uh,
0: Yeah, I think yeah. I think you're right.
1: So uh, I don't know.
0: Um. Yeah, definitely will be a wild tournament. Uh. Next on Son of a Bix and the Iceman, we are going to talk. Some MBA. Um, so there's been a ton of scoring. Like That's
1: such an understatement. That is like yeah. the understatement of the month.
0: Yeah. There's been just scoring performances like all over the league. Um, so give me the scoring performance that has stood out the most to you uh, this month.
1: Rob, recency bias is not an option here like this is it's they're all recent so man um i thought it was cool to see carl anthony Uh, oh i was gonna say that i I looked at the score of that game and it was like 146 to 134 uh like i'd hope he would score at least 60 but right man i don't
0: know if you saw but malik beasley scored zero yeah and like he literally had the the zero zero yeah. zero stat line. In I was like, dude, how do you how does your team score like? Getting cardio, uh, yeah, basically just running um, sprints. LeBron's
1: got a couple of fifty uh, burgers, yeah, which is exciting.
0: Mm-hmm. KD had a fifty KD. point game, so I think it's been so it's been Kyrie, Cap, KD, LeBron twice, mm-hmm. and.
1: Pretty solid game a while
0: back. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, it's always.
1: But I'm um, sure like half of his points were off of free
0: throws. Yeah, I think. I feel like um, everybody scores all their like big points against like the Magic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's always yeah, yeah. against the yeah. poor Magic. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, I think the Cat game impressed me. Because he's yeah. a – did you know he's the first center to score 60 since Shaq? Yeah. Do you know that? I saw that little graphic. Yeah. That was like – I was like, dang. Like, I was like, that's impressive. Um, Yeah, and I think it's just an attribute to – the NBA is just like the highest level of competition for basketball in the world, obviously. Yeah. It is uh, – it's better than any Euro league. It's just – it's just such the the craftiness of mm-hmm. some of these guys is just on another level yeah. and honestly like in the nba the league is so great i don't know if you've seen this but like here's a list of just random guys who have scored 60 okay. in the nba it's um it's a it's a weird list there's there's some random names right. on here right. um yeah, uh, like one of them. So I think like Terrence Ross scored fifty. Okay. Uh, Jamal Jamal Crawford. Yeah, I, you remember that? Yeah, sons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, he was like forty-two. Yeah, yeah like when he did this. Yeah. Um, oh. Mo Williams. Scored fifty-two. Uh, Corey Brewer back in twenty fourteen. Uh, as I said, Terrence Ross for the Raptors. Andre Miller scored fifty-two. Uh, twenty ten. Brandon Jennings, like just like wow. random that's so, players, that's so and that just gives you kind of like right. perspective. Like,
1: well, then what do you what do you think? Like, do you think? obviously less attention's paid to defense like what does that mean like are these guys just better than the defense like well obviously but like yeah. you know what I'm trying to get at like, Yeah
0: yeah yeah I think it's weird I think it's what weird. you're asking is like is it more about these guys are these guys just great offensively or is there just no defense yeah. played I think it's a matter of that yeah I would probably go it's more guys are just great offensively right. because like I as I said I just it amazes me that People don't get that G Leaguers in the like G League players would just like absolutely destroy like normal people. They would they're so much better yeah. than normal pickup players. Like it's insane. Like even the word like bench warmers yeah. on like no, yeah, the NBA teams agree. are better yeah. than the best college kids. Yeah like i just if uh, if a if a g league guy who was a bench warmer in the g league he would he could go into the r pack and literally just like
1: gorgeous. be
0: the best player there by like times 10 yeah. so i just think that's the one thing that people don't get that even the the bad players yeah. that are Whoa. even the bad players compared to the rest of the world yeah are yeah. elite, you know? And I just think like and just I don't know. Kyrie Irving, as I said, is just like the most skilled basketball player that maybe I've ever seen.
1: And I think it's just like to me seeing him like just score so many points it just seems so like non-effortless easy for him. Yeah. yeah. I'm checking Twitter like last night seeing like oh Kyrie's got Forty-one in the first half. In the first half, like yeah, somebody tweeted out. it was Skip Bayless. He's he said something about Kobe being, you know, like Kyrie's it's mentor Kobe like that. Like
0: it's definitely he definitely is the most. I will say this: he definitely is the most Kobe like. Yeah. I feel like when it comes to current NBA players, and that's just because Kobe was his mentor, and just like. um I don't know, he just embodies Kobe. Like, and it's it's special. It's special to watch. Like he even did this in Cleveland. Like in Cleveland, like Mm -hmm. he just like is the epitome of ball on a string. Like he just he controls the ball and it's just like it's just on a string for him, man. I just yeah, it's just so easy. I mean, and again, LeBron scoring fifty twice.
1: Like, you know, it just like like,
0: yeah. I mean
1: I like seeing that as a LeBron fan with no Yeah. Well, if you check my Twitter history, I did kind of endorse the Houston Rockets, but I'm not as big as a fan as I am. But, yeah.
0: You know, I mean. Uh, you love to see. It. Yeah, like it's and you're like nineteen, age thirty seven, like it's just, just insane. Like I mean, just you gotta appreciate it while it's here. I mean, scoring's just gone nuts. Like, yeah. But, yeah, I mean. Again, it's just insane to me that like these guys and it's just like this just doesn't happen no. in college. No. Like it just you don't see guys yeah. like go off for like 60.
1: Right. No. And it's just the I don't know, it's just how the each of the, the conferences are aligned because I feel like as fans of a big ten team, the big ten is just hard you would never for see basketball. that Exactly. You know, yeah. it's hard to do with you know two twenty minute Halves. I don't. Do you ever think they'll restructure those? Do you think that's pretty?
0: I think that's pretty concrete. Yeah. I think that's pretty like, set I'm and stunned. Sets
1: sets the you know sets college basketball. Sorry, apart from the NBA, and that it got 20, 20 minutes and a half. So.
0: I just feel like college basketball, and I feel like almost high school is so played in a box. Yeah. In my opinion, no, I see what you mean. There. It's so like it. You, you, it doesn't. It does. And you would know better than me because you played high school basketball, but it's so like, it's so played between the lines. And it's so like, you know, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you have a a response.
1: Scoring, it seems like. Yeah. The NBA is just so diluted and just how awesome and impressive the numbers are. But yeah, I see what you mean. Like, it just seems like, I don't know. know, Malachi Brandon, for example, he had a couple 30 point games. Yeah. that's, That's. Pretty darn impressive, at least for a freshman. But, like,
0: that's, like, again, like, I just feel like it's it's weird because, like, I feel like college and high school players have to play more to a system. Exactly, yeah. And in the NBA, you just kind of – when you make it to the NBA, there is no system. There's yeah. kind of – you just get free range and yeah. you just kind of get to go hoop. I think
1: Washington Jr. is good example. He's been, he's been balling lately. Been yeah. Keeping tabs on him, he's been – Playing pretty well for the
0: Pacers, so yeah, that's been nice. <laughs> so I just, I don't know. That's that's my opinion. I think like guys in the guys in college, they, I think college is about more winning games, and I like that. Uh, college yeah. is about more fitting the scheme yeah. that wins games. And In the NBA, you're just trying to make money. Right. I feel like NBA, you're just trying to go out there, score as many points as you can, and get a contract. That's my opinion. So yeah, um, that's that's all uh, that's all we got today, folks. Um, again, give you give you about fifty minutes to an hour of content. Um, again, uh, thanks, man, for coming on today.
1: Thanks, for having me. So thanks,
0: thanks Peyton for being out of town. Yeah, I mean, hey Peyton, stay out of town. Yeah, change the podcast now, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, again, Peyton, safe travels get you back on the pod but again uh thanks for again thanks, thanks for giving me your time today. You. Yeah. Thought
1: I could hold up in the minivan outside. Oh yeah, I, I noticed it.
0: that. I was so, like, yeah, i saw that's
1: it the, That's the ride for the foreseeable future. So yeah, see me out and about.
0: Let's go. Minivan, so, yeah. yeah. Nice yeah. Me, but uh thanks for listening uh today to Son of mix and the Iceman. We will uh will be va- we'll, we'll be back as soon as we can and uh you guys have a great rest of your day.
1: Good night.